of the verses in the Bible that has resurfaced in popularity and has been floated around often in recent weeks is 2 Chronicles chapter 7 and verse 14. There the Bible says, If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and heal their land. Many well-intentioned Christians, especially in the United States, love to cite this verse as a promise from God that if believers in this nation will humble themselves, repent, and pray, then God will heal our land. Most recently, this verse has been cited as being the solution for the COVID-19 crisis that's running rampant in our country right now. Now, before you get upset with me for implying that this is not what that verse is talking about, please stop and ask yourself, what is the context of this verse? Do you know when these words were spoken? Do you know to whom these words were addressed? Do you know the occasion for these words? Or have you just repeated these words thinking that they were meant for your particular situation? Well, let's just take a quick look at the context. In 2 Chronicles chapter 7, we read about the construction of the temple in Jerusalem having just been completed. King Solomon has led a massive week-long celebration to dedicate the temple to God. When the people then return to their homes following the celebration, we read this beginning in verse let's begin in verse 12 of that passage. Then the Lord appeared to Solomon by night and said to him, "I have heard your prayer and have chosen this place for myself as a house of sacrifice. When I shut up heaven, and there is no rain, or command the locusts to devour the land, or send a pestilence or plague among my people, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves, and pray and seek my face, and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven, and will forgive their sin, and heal their land. Now my eyes will be open and my ears attentive to prayer made in this place. For now I have chosen and sanctified this house, that my name may be there forever, and my eyes and my heart will be there perpetually. 2 Chronicles 7, verses 12 through 16. Now, let's break that down. These words were spoken by God to Solomon, the king of Israel. And what God promised Solomon was that whenever the land suffered from drought or pestilence, and for them that was the promised land of Canaan, God's promise was that if His people, who were being damaged and harmed by these judgments, that if they would humble themselves and repent and pray, then God would heal those prayers and He would heal their land. Notice that the Lord specifically says that his eyes and his ears would be attentive to the prayer made in this place. That's a reference to prayer being offered in the temple in Jerusalem. And as you continue reading in those remaining verses in 2 Chronicles chapter 7, it becomes extremely clear that this was a specific promise made by God to the Jewish people, to his first covenant people, the Israelites, during that time of the temple in Jerusalem. Now, I say all of that because that's quite a bit different 
then Christians using this verse as a promise from God to fix the problems in the United States of America here in the 21st century. Yes, it is true that the church is God's people today, but the church has not been given land or a temple, nor has God given any promise that he will heal the United States of America or any other modern-day nation that happens to experience a natural disaster or even a deadly virus. Now, before you get too upset with me, let me point out that I think there are certainly principles that we can draw from 2 Chronicles 7. The Old Testament was written for our learning, Romans 15 verse 4 says, so we can definitely learn something from that passage, namely, that it's always a good thing for God's people to humble themselves, to repent, and to pray. As Christians, we absolutely should pray, not just for ourselves, but for our neighbors and our friends and our loved ones and our political leaders, even the ones that we don't agree with. Every Christian ought to humble himself or herself and repent and pray, yes, even pray for our nation. That's not just an Old Testament thing. That's a Bible thing. It certainly can't hurt, and it is possible that we could see God do some amazing things in response. However, just understand very clearly that 2 Chronicles 7 verse 14 is not a divine promise to Christians in the United States that God will heal our land of the coronavirus. We don't have such a guarantee in Scripture. Let's be careful as Christians to rightly handle the word of truth, 2 Timothy 2 verse 15, and not be so quick to make out-of-context applications to our own day and time.